It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Brickline Brewing. They're doing very tasty things. Find Brickline in all good bottle shops. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Hello and welcome to Dwayne's World. Great to have your company wherever you might be listening around the planet. Great to have your company and your texts and your calls. It's midday madness time. You call, you get on, and the number is 1300 736 736. Next couple of hours, your calls, anything in the world of sport you'd like to discuss, we'll get you on for the next two hours, regardless of whether it's cricket or whether it's tennis or whether it's AFL, whatever you'd like to discuss, we'll get you on, get a few texts uh, every now and then saying, why aren't you talking about this, why aren't you talking about that? Well, we're talking about whatever you want to talk about, so if you want to talk about something, get on that line, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. the open line, which is brought to us by Werribee Kia, the EV9, by the way, is at Werribee Kia, you can test drive it today. At Werribee Kia, you can test drive it for the next couple of weeks, probably except next Wednesday when I might be test driving it for a couple of hours. So head down to Werribee Kia, say hello to David, Janan, Aid, Jim and the whole team down there. They'd love to see you if you want to test drive the EV9 or check out their new or used car stock. But the number one three hundred seven three six seven three six. if you'd like to join me for Midday Madness. Brett Phillips is going to join us a little bit later on. Tennis, what's well, interesting because this time last year and this time the year before, really, we're talking about the thought that, well, there won't be any Federer and there won't be any Nadal and no, not everybody loves Novak Djokovic. So how are the ratings going to be for tennis post the, the Federer and Nadal era? Well, guess what? The cricket's been rating gangbusters this summer. The tennis beat the cricket last night in the ratings. So the ratings for the tennis have also been up. Last night, uh, the tennis was... Well, it was awesome, really, the ratings again for the tennis. And they haven't scheduled Novak Djokovic for prime time tonight. They've scheduled him for the day match. So prime time tonight, they've got, uh, I think it's uh, Yannick Sinner and Andre Rublev prime time tonight. But the ratings are up for tennis. So a number of people have been saying, oh, post-Federer, post-Nadal, how's tennis going to be, especially with no Aussies in the second week? Well, guess what? The ratings are up. Why? If you've got a suggestion as to why, I'd love to hear from you. one three hundred seven three six seven three six is the open line number. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Please join me or send through a text 433 because the ratings for the cricket have been massive so far this summer. But last night, the tennis won again. And there's a big head-to-head tomorrow night because the Big Bash final is on tomorrow night. So you've got the Sydney Sixers and the Brisbane Heat. So a couple of the Northern State teams, no Melbourne team involved, no, no Perth Scorchers for the first time in a while. So Sydney Sixers, Brisbane Heat 
tomorrow night versus Carlos Alcaraz and Alexander Zverev. Likely to be the night match tomorrow night. So it's going to be interesting to see what you end up watching. A couple of things to give away. Signet Boost Power Banks. If you'd like to join me on this, valued at $44.95. A Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet and earbuds powered 24-7. And a few other things to give away as well as tickets to the Beer Fest at Katani Gardens. St Kilda on Saturday 24th of February. You can get your tickets at www.beerfestivals.com.au. So some midday madness. You call, you get on, one 736 and we'll give away some prizes and a couple of Dwayne's World T-shirts. Brett Phillips to join us later on. As I mentioned, we'll talk more tennis with Brett. We're going to have a chat to the Bureau of Meteorology as well because the weather in Brisbane for the Gabba Test is well, it's going to be talked about a bit in the next couple of days. What's it going to be like? Is it going to be disruptive to the day-night test at the Gabba? I'm told it's going to be 40 degrees plus in Adelaide today as well. We might even check in with the Bureau on how Adelaide's going this afternoon. So that's to come. Mark Duffield to talk some footy later on as well. So keep your calls coming. Joe and Roeville, I'm about to come to you as well as our first caller. And uh, it's great to have your calls coming through. Keep your texts coming through as well. The 40 Winks Temper text 0433981116. Your new Temper Pro, Temper's most adaptive mattress ever is here. T-E-M-P-U-R. Mattresses like no other. Joe in Roeville, thanks for kicking us off. Joe, welcome to you. Hey, Dwayne, I, I am Joe from Rover, but I can happily say I'm Joe from Queensland. I'm in the Gold Coast on holidays, and I went to the game last night, Dwayne, and thoroughly enjoyed it. So you've been loving the Big Bash, even though you don't barrack for either of those two teams last night. You went because you love the Big Bash anyway. Yeah, and not only that, I mean, my son enjoys it too, Dwayne, and, you know, we've never seen cricket interstate, so while we're here, we just thought, why not take the opportunity to go and have a look? And um, it's just disappointing that there wasn't much of a crowd there. I reckon there wouldn't have been more than 10,000 people there, to be honest, which is disappointing. They missed out. <laughs> yeah, well, it's Brisbane Heat having to play there as opposed to the Gabba. So they don't normally play there for starters. Uh, and the Gold Coast, well, I've got a problem with Carrara anyway, Joe. It's been a beer in my bottle for ages. They build it so far out of the Gold Coast. You actually really have to, it, it can, well, how did you get there? Bus? Did you get a hire car? How did you get out there? Uber? Uh, no, what we're saying in the heart of surface, so what we actually did, we just caught a tram up to uh, Broadbeach and they got a shuttle run Dwayne, that just kept running backwards and yep. forwards. And, you know, and no word of a lie, I was back after the game within half an hour. I mean, I guess it's not being a big crowd probably sort of helped that as well. But, yeah, mm. I mean, and, you know, watch Dwayne, and it's also free travel. If you, if you can produce your ticket, uh, just a proof of uh, you got your going to the game, it's free travel. So that's pretty good too. I wish Melbourne would do that. Save me a bit of money every year. <laughs> Who do you normally back for, Joe? Oh, I follow the Renegades, Dwayne. And my son uh, okay. follows the stars. So I had a bit of a rivalry in the house, which is always good. So you had a good night last night. I'm glad you called. What's the weather like up there at the moment, by the way? Uh, it's a bit overcast, and as uh, Andy May would say, a bit windy. <laughs> Hold the line, Joe. We've got something for you. We'll uh, get a Signet Boost Power Bank coming your way. Thanks to Signet, uh, Signet Boost Power Bank will keep your phone, tablet, and earbuds powered 24-7. Or maybe Carrara's not that hard to get to. Joe's just proven me wrong. But I reckon if, if Carrara, if that stadium was in the heart of the Gold Coast, if it was at Broadbeach, you would have got a bigger crowd last night, surely. Uh, thanks for your call, Joe. Tim in Brighton, welcome to you, Tim. G'day, Dwayne. Look, I'm going to follow on the back of Joe and his comments and, and really tip my hat to the BBL. We, we've always enjoyed the, the BBL 
but it lost its way and, and they made some changes before this season. I think those changes have worked. We've we've really got back into the BBL and, and uh, really enjoyed watching, you know, the majority of the games and, you know, that, that, that knock from Josh Brown last night was just one in a probably one in a lifetime and, and, and just in relation to the tennis, you know, we we love the tennis and we would normally go to the tennis but we're I mean, this is just us personally. We're we're finding it sort of become a bit circus-like going into the tennis, and and it diverts, you know, all the entertainment and everything else that they've got there is great. But we really just like to go and watch the tennis. So we've found ourselves leaning towards the BBL. So you think that numbers for attendance of the tennis are a bit of a furphy, given not everybody is there to actually watch the tennis. It's about the well, they've got restaurants and bars. It's about just being seen roaming around the event these days. You've got music acts. Um, so there's so much on the periphery. It's it's more about the periphery than the tennis itself, Tim. Like the Spring Carnival. I, I, well, I think so. And it's nothing against uh, the Australian Open because that's the way that they've set it up. And, and I know for a fact that, you know, a lot of families go there because it gives them something to, to do for the day and there's a lot of entertainment and, and they won't be there to watch the tennis they'll be there to you know for the kids and for them to you know run around and do whatever they whatever's on offer hmm. which i kind of like tim i think it's the evolution of, of attending sport the value add a lot of people believe that the, the afl um you know should just stand alone with the game and the game is all that really matters the pre-game entertainment we don't need any of it etc but i'm kind of the opposite i think if you're going to have kids and families go there needs to be a lot of action in the periphery you can't just rely on your sport maybe the really really good sports you can because if you're passionate about collingwood you're just going to go and watch collingwood if you're passionate about the dogs you're just going to go and watch the dogs but maybe the international sports need it so for tennis and for the cricket maybe they do need it maybe the big bash does need all the show around the edges but hey good to have you cool Tim, nice to be able to chat about it. The BBL, it'll be a bit... What will you watch tomorrow night then? The tennis or the B, or the Big Bash final, grand final? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll probably go for the BBL final. But look, you know, I, I, we're, we're still, we still love the tennis and, and full yeah. kudos to, to the Australian Open because they had to identify themselves differently from the other grand slams because they all had their own distinct quality. And I think what they've done, what Craig Tiley's done, you know, with... with with making it a you know extra entertainment, I agree with you. That's that's you have to do that now with um, with sports and and if you're going to get the the crowds and the support, you you have to offer that. But we'll we'll flick between the two because we're so spoiled at this time of year. Great to have you call. Hold the line. We've got something for you just down the road. You got three tickets to the Community Bank Beachside Gift Saturday third of Feb at Mentone Reserve just down the road from you. At Brighton. Great to have you called, Tim. Really appreciate you jumping on. Jack in Chernside Park, you got a thought? Welcome to you, Jack. G'day, Pops. Happy New Year, mate. How are you going? Uh, uh, good. And to you? Yeah, good, mate. Good. Um, yeah, just want to touch on the Big Bash League, mate. Uh, I, um, I've enjoyed it since its inception. I think um, it took me a while to actually get around T20 cricket in general because I'm a more traditional test cricket sort of uh, operator and fan. So, uh, But I think the product itself is sensational. Um, I know it needs a lot of it needs a lot of you know kinks and like they need to tinker with it a bit more to 
allow more superstars to, to get involved in the competition with the, the clashes of um, other domestic comps around the world and, you know, clash with the Test Summer as well with, you know, the, the best 11 uh, Australian players, um, you know, focusing on tests. But if they can fit all that in and they can... I've got faith that they'll find a way to, to get it right eventually. Um, I think it's just so good for the kids. Um, it, it's so good for young cricketers as well, trying to get um, into high level of cricket. Like Josh Brown, um, from the park to hitting, um, what, the third highest score in BBL history last night. Uh, it, it creates, um, you know, it creates um, stars like him, you know, um, to come out of the woodwork and, and display what he's got on the big stage. And, um, you know, and now he's in a BBL final. I think it just creates opportunities for everyone. And I think it's great for families over the school holidays um, to get the kids along to something um, that'll have a positive influence on them going forward. And as a new dad myself, I can't wait to take him uh, in a few years' time. So, yeah, I think the big bash is great. So that's the secret, Jack, especially in school holidays. If you've got an event like the tennis or the Big Bash or the NBL, which is on at the moment, if it's kid-friendly, you'll go, in essence. The kids make the decision. It's not you or your or mums that are making the decisions anymore. If the, if the kids want to go, and that's where the Big Bash entertainment around it and the tennis with so many activities for the kids now, um, actually you draw people through the gates because it's about the kids, Jack, that get them through. Yeah, absolutely. That's what that's what sports all about, mate. Um, it's about it's about participation, enjoyment, and fun. And you know, and and if they're good enough as kids, and they get through to young adults, and they'll they'll um read the rewards financially as well. So, I think that's that's what sports all about. Um, family and family engagement, mate. Great to have you called, Jack. Really appreciate jumping on. John on the road. Welcome to you, John. Yeah, thanks, Dwayne. Uh, you yeah, just in relation to the um. The tennis, I, I, I think it's changed a little bit. I, I think the talent and, and the interest in the game is not like it used to be, but um, but what they do with the entertainment, it's become a lot more of a, of a, a, a theatre-goer event. Uh, I sort of half a lot of sometimes during the footy season relay horse and supporters to that. They only go to the footy when they're winning premierships or there's something going on. Otherwise, uh, so I think tennis has become a little bit like that. I mean, good on them for... Uh, creating the interest, and, and people do that, but it's certainly not the stars that attract the tennis these days. It's all the rest of it. Appreciate your call, John. Keep your calls coming, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. If you've got a thought on this, um, this sort of evolved out of nothing. I didn't mean to sort of skew it in this direction for Midday Madness, but that's the beauty of Midday Madness. You call, you get on. Interesting, yesterday, Kane and Jules were having a similar discussion on breakfast yesterday when Jules was about to take over from Kane, who was doing it solo. My thought is that tennis, to be honest, there's this argument that's been around for a while that tennis is boring. To me, tennis is tennis. Either you like the sport or you don't. You don't have to have to like it. But if there's enough around the edges that make going to the tennis a really fun, entertaining day, then there's more value add that adds to the tennis that makes it a great day and makes you want to go to the tennis. I love going to the tennis, even though I'm not as in love with tennis itself as maybe I was when McEnroe and Connors were playing it, but I still love the sport. I can understand if you think tennis is boring full stop. I get that. Some sports, I think, are a little more boring than others as well, but tennis is tennis. It's kind of been the same, and there's a whole new generation of lovers of the sport that actually love Djokovic. Uh, here's the discussion yesterday between Jules and Kane before we take a break and come back to your calls.
Does it bore you? Tennis? No, Novak games. Uh, One-sided games do. But um, I heard your discussion earlier. Not really. I don't think tennis has to change. I I I wouldn't be getting rid of the five sets. In Grand Slams, I think it makes. Do you the... think it's monotonous, though? Do you think it's I a think, lot of well, uh, standing at the back of the court? Th- there's no doubt about that, and that's why it was great to see the match the other day between uh, when Max Purcell played Casper Root, because uh, Max yeah. Purcell played old school tennis. He came to the net a lot, served volley. I'd love to see more of that. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Grab out your calls and your texts from Midday Madness for Word Locker, Karen Downs and Packing and work where for wherever you work. You call, you get on. That's the Midday Madness promise. And the number is one three hundred seven three six seven three six. And I'll rip through a heap of your texts as well. So many people that can't call take the time to send through a text. So before I head back to your calls, let me race through a heap of texts because so many have come through on this. Uh, one here, I'm bored seeing Novak Djokovic winning all the time. Who cares? I want new champs. Like Penrith Panthers, boring if they win every year. Same with the Perth Scorchers and Sydney Sixers. Yes, they are very good, but it's not good unless you're fans. That's from Dean. Uh, Dwayne, for me, tennis is utterly boring. Why, you say? A lack of characters and personalities. Rallies that are too long bring back the characters and personalities and playing it on grass, and it will get my interest back. Thanks, Tom, from Footscray. Well, it's rating at the moment enormous numbers, the tennis. It's been in the big bass a lot of people said, oh, tennis would be too boring without Federer, without Nadal. Who's going to watch it? No, Serena Williams. Well, guess what? People are watching it. And Novak Djokovic, I mean, he's, he's probably one of the biggest draw cards in world sport right now. He might actually be, well, I won't say the biggest. Um, let me just say that he's one of the biggest because I don't want to, st- well, I do want to start an argument. Who's the biggest draw card in world sport then? Send through your text or jump on the phone. one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Okay, if it's not Novak, then is it? Well, it's probably not Virat Kohli, given that a lot of countries in the world don't play cricket. Um, Tiger, is it still Tiger Woods? It might be LeBron James. Anyway, um, that's off the top of my head. One three hundred seven three six seven three six. If it's not Novak, who is it? Who's the biggest draw card in world sport? Who would you get your backside to go to an event and watch them? One three hundred seven three six seven three six or oh four double. 398-1116. the open line number brought to us by Brick Lane Brewing. Brick Lane's One Love Pale Ale, the taste of summer. Brick Lane Brewing, find it at all good bottle shops. Uh, one here, you couldn't pay me enough to follow Big Bash. I'll be watching the tennis from Steve, so that's one that's going to be watching the tennis tomorrow night, not the Big Bash final. Uh, I'm a Jack Jumpers member, and I go to every game. I love the basketball, but I also love the fan engagement from the NBL. It means everyone in the family can enjoy the event, not just the basketball. Sam in Hobart, people know I love my basketball. Um, it's one of the few things sporting-wise I do with my family. And I'm going to a Melbourne United game in a couple of weeks. Um, I'm taking the whole family along. You know, we don't do much in the world of sport when it comes to family things, but the basketball is one thing that all of us get together and do. I don't think I've ever been to the footy with my entire family, and I've never been to the cricket with my entire family. In fact, my daughter went to the Big Bash over Christmas in Perth to see the Scorchers. And I said to her, what did you think of the cricket? She said, oh, it goes a bit too long. And I said, well, that was a 2020 game that you're at. She said, well, maybe it should only be 10. So there's a thought from someone who hadn't been to the cricket before. But she does love going to the basketball and she does love going to the tennis. I know that. Dwayne Carrara is eight kilometres from surface. This is not Melbourne. Essendon to Docklands is 14 kilometres. Cheers, Paul 
in Broadbeach. Thank you for that. Uh, further to the last caller. Love test cricket but can't stand the big bash. Such a fizzer. Thank you for that. Um, tennis is the background to the event. Not a lot, of, a lot of interest in the tennis throughout the year from the public, in my opinion. And that's probably a good point that you've made. I mean, we don't really... Well, a lot of people that follow the tennis this time of year in Australia don't follow it all year round. Dwayne, I find myself watching the tennis every evening and we'll be watching the two men's quarterfinals today because at this end of the day, it's still the best players in the world and this is really the only time all year it's readily accessible to watch at a reasonable hour. Love the tennis, but this is the only time of year I'll watch the full tournament for the two weeks. Love the show, by the way. Thanks for your text as well. If you're coming through on the biggest draw card in world sport, here's one that I didn't think of, but you're probably right. Biggest draw card is Conor McGregor, and you're probably right on that. If Conor McGregor was in town, it would be a circus here because he is a circus in himself. Uh, Messi or Ronaldo, thanks for that. Cristiano Ronaldo, the biggest by the length of the Flemington Strait. Uh, thank you for that. Dwayne, not a tennis fan, but went with my niece last year and really enjoyed the day at the outside courts. It was fun atmosphere, and I'm 55. Daryl, and that's exactly where we're at right now. It's the value add. Leo Messi, biggest draw card in world sport right now. Harley in Preston. Uh, thanks for that. Pipe, silly question. The biggest person in world sport is easily Nick Dacos. Daryl in Reservoir. Thanks for all your texts coming through. Um, one here loving the show, Dwayne, as always, particularly like the callers today, making observations and being complimentary about our fabulous world of summer sport. Simon from Sydney, and that's the beauty of it. There is so much great sport to watch in Australia this time of year. Heading straight back to your calls, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. straight after the break. Paul and John, we'll get to you first. Quite here. Uh, and tennis and cricket are the background soundtracks to our summer. Regardless of what you're doing, it is on in the background, but Glenn's tried to sum it up here for us. Uh, hi, Dwayne. Tennis and cricket rate well on TV, as all the other channels put repeats on during January. So you have a choice of either the Mickey Mouse Cricket Cup or the Oz Drunken Open. I put them in the background while doing other things without any interest in the result. Thanks, Glenn. In Adelaide, you know what, Glenn, I do other stuff with them on in the background as well. I love the fact that the tennis is there. I love the fact that the cricket is there. Do I watch every ball hit? No, but I do love the fact that it's there if I want to turn to it and get involved in it. And I do enjoy this kind of summer sport watching. I'll get back to your text very shortly because plenty are coming through. Paul in Mooney Pond, you there, Paul? Yes, I am. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. What do you got for us? Uh, listen, mate, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine uh, on the weekend and uh, basically went to the tennis. It was uh, actually day two, uh, which was probably round two. Um, and they got some uh, tickets at Rod Laver Arena, uh, saw Sabalenka and Djokovic in the one sitting. Um, and I asked her how much the tickets were. Now, they were 10, 10 rows from the baseline, uh, probably in line with the baseline. $370 each. So for her and her partner, it's 740 bucks. Um, and then uh, I discussed food with them and they said it was uh, outlandish, the prices for the food. I was just wondering, you know, the rank-and-file uh, tennis supporter, whether they actually afford to go these days. And uh, while we're on Djokovic as well, uh, it's amazing how each year he comes out here, he's got some sort of ailment. Now, this year it's the wrist. Last year it was the uh, torn uh, hamstring or calf muscle and the year before that it was uh, severely torn uh, stomach muscles. Now I was just wondering 
whether that's uh, some sort of uh, tactics uh, going into matches with his opponent, thinking he's a, uh, a scarred tennis player. But uh, every year he seems to have some sort of bloody injury and he's a, he's a freak of nature to get through it. Yeah, he just keeps winning, Paul. You're right. Uh, I like that. Groundhog Day, the Djokovic, I'm hurt. And then at the end of the tournament, he holds the cup up and has the last laugh. So, yeah, you're right. Maybe we feed into that as media. Maybe we shouldn't give that as much oxygen as we do every time the is he crook, is he not talk comes up. Maybe we should park it and say, no, nah, not buying in this year. But great Abby call, Paul. Hold the line. We've got some tickets for you to... You're in Mooney Pond, so the Beer Fest is not that far away. Uh, the Beer Fest at Katani Gardens, St Kilda, on Saturday, 24th of February. Get your tickets at www.beerfestivals.com.au. If you're not a beer drinker but you love your golf, uh, instead of that, you can have the 18 holes of golf for you and a mate with a cart. 18 holes of golf for two with drinks and a cart midweek for just $99 at Club Mandalay. Visit clubmandalay.com.au. Your choices of which you take. Just on the ticket prices, it is you are going to theatre. And you are going to see one of the biggest draw cards in world sport. Now, a few people are coming through on the text telling me that uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, LeBron James are the biggest draw cards in world sport. But paying 300, 400 bucks to see one of the biggest draw cards in world sport is actually not ridiculous when you compare it to, well, I paid roughly that to go and see Robbie Williams recently. Um, So a couple of tickets to go and see Robbie Williams are pretty much the same as that. Uh, I paid to go and see Elton John. And this is, you know, Novak Djokovic is there's the Elton John of sport right now. I mean, how much would you pay to go and see Taylor Swift? It's supply and demand. There's people out there that missed out on a Taylor Swift ticket that would pay five grand for it right now. So that's just the going price to go and see one of the biggest stars in the world that Novak Djokovic is. Um, five grand might be a bit light for Taylor Swift. Maybe she's worth ten grand the way tickets went crazy. So in comparison to go and see Taylor Swift, you're getting a, a Novak Djokovic ticket cheaply. Shane in North Fitzroy, welcome to you, Shane. Oh, good day, Duano. Um, first of all, Duano, just want to um, say great call the cricket last week. Um, you're a natural I had some mate. fun, Shane. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was good. Well, I didn't just I didn't just pick up the microphone. The ABC taught me how to do it all those years ago when uh, Peter Booth used to send Clinton Gribus and I, and I down to the Junction Oval with a tape recorder Go and call the cricket there for three hours, bring it back, and I'll listen back and tell you where you got it wrong. Uh, the traineeship at the ABC was invaluable for me, Shane, so uh, it was nice to get back into that space after not being in it for a while. So thanks for the compliment. I appreciate it. No worries, mate. And yet there are some people out there who poo-poo the ABC. Um, you know. Anyway, that's another story altogether. Now, Duano, um, look, I'm, I'm not necessarily for or against media going into the rooms for the players. I don't think it adds much of the coverage, but that's just my opinion. There are others that like that. But what AFL, they're tackling the big problems this year, aren't they? Um, you know, they, they're getting rid of players' weights out of programs, yet on the next, yet on their other hand, they're allowing media into the rooms to question a young bloke who might have missed a kick after the siren, and there might be 15 media standing around him saying, how do you feel about missing that kick? Yet they're worried about putting their weights in the paper. I mean, it doesn't add up to me. And what they really should be worrying about, the AFL, is getting this mid-season trade period going um, and getting a few and ticket prices and stuff like that and getting a better ticketing system rather than worrying about players' weights in the program. It just doesn't add up to me, Dwayne. I don't know what you think about that. 
No, the players' weights to me, there's a there's an equality thing happening at the moment where if you if you're going to do one thing for the men, uh, you can't do another thing for the women. So if you're going to not have weights published for the women, um, and that's if that's what they want to do, that's fine. Then you also can't be doing it for the men because that would be seen as being sexist. So if you're not going to publish the weights of the women, well, okay, we're not going to publish the weights for the men now. I don't know too many guys playing AFL that would kick up a fuss about their weight being posted, but uh, that's what the AFL has decided to do to make it even across the board. That's the way I'm reading it. But right, you're right. I mean, it's such a it's such a small time thing to be thrown out there. And I, to be honest, well, I said this a couple of weeks ago when I came on here. Um, there's a lot of stuff the AFL could do. There's a lot of stuff that I think is really easy for the AFL to do. And they've just gone and put some new position, new people in the positions. So they've got Joel Selwood, Aaron Phillips, Laura Kane and Josh Marnie uh, that are running football operations now with Laura Kane. So they're the new advisory board that are working with Steve Hocking. There's a lot of bigger stuff they could do, like, like, just scrap the warning for centre bounces. If, it's a, if, if there's an infringement, 6-6-6, six, six, and six, then just make it a free kick. Scrap the warning, oh, we're tossing it up. That's an easy one. I mean, make some actual decisions, not dance around the whole, oh, we're not publishing weights. So I'm with you on that, Shane. Thanks for getting me going. Hold the line. You've got the three tickets to the Beer Fest at Katani Gardens, St Kilda, on Saturday, 24th of February. Get your tickets at www.beerfestivals.com.au. Um, 10000 for Swifty. Come on, Pipe. Be real. What is the going price if you wanted to buy one from a scalper right now for the Taylor Swift concert? I'd, it'd be at least five, surely. I mean, I paid $1,000 to go and see Bruno Mars years ago. It was New Year's Eve and it was Vegas, but supply and demand, if you want to go to these things, it costs you a bit of money. And one here, um, you shouldn't compare concert prices versus sport people. Um, there is prize money and wages that musicians don't get. Well, Taylor Swift's getting a fair bit out of putting this concert on. You can be guaranteed of that. She'll fly one of her two private jets in and then fly one of the two private jets out again. Um, and I think it is comparable. I mean, you're seeing Djokovic once a year. You're seeing Taylor Swift once a year, probably. Or Elton John comes out here once a year, if we're lucky. John in Port Augusta, I know you're on the line. You want to talk about the AFL Hall of Fame. Welcome to you, John. Thanks for holding. Hi, Dwayne. Just before I get my, my, my main point about the AFL... Did uh, Robbie Williams sing a song in tribute to a late grade, arguably as good a cricket as I've seen, as I've told you many a time, late grade Shank Keith Warren? Did he sing a Angels or anything he like did. that? For warning? Oh, yep, good did. on him. I still mix him, mate. I still, uh, he had a fertile cricket mind. He should have captain Australia. I've said that many times. But the Australian Football Hall of Fame, um, is there a legend this year? And will my very first football hero... Bucky Cunning, I loved, always loved Russell. Russell was as a Russell Ebert. Uh, Brattles, Craig Bradley, loved him. But my very first football hero back in the mid-70s was Brian Bucky Cunningham. Do you think he'll ever get in the Australian Football Hall of Fame? He's a fantastic well, player, Dwayne, as you well know. Now, thanks for your call, John. Look, I'm a Bucky fan because uh, Brian Cunningham was my captain when I arrived at Port Adelaide. So, yeah, I'm a Brian Cunningham fan. What I would like to hear is his Hall of Fame speech. Um, he, as an orator, is one of the best. So it would be nice to hear him talk. He did talk 
in honour of the great Russell Ebert when he accepted Russell Ebert's elevation. Thanks for your call, John. Uh, need to get back to your texts and call straight after the break. Plenty of texts coming through. And the open line number, one three hundred seven three six seven three six for Midday Matters, for Work Locker, Karen Downs and Packenham. Work where for, wherever you work. Dwayne's World with Dwayne Russell. Straight back to your calls on the Werribee open line. By the way, the EV9, you can test drive it today at Werribee The Werribee open line number, if you'd like to join us for Midday Matt, it's 1300 736 736. Anything you'd like to discuss, we'll get you on for the next well, hour and a quarter. Big couple of hours still to come. Uh, Brett Phillips is going to join us later on. Mark Duffield to talk some AFL as well. A couple, let me rifle through a few of your texts because so many have come through on that number, 0433981116. And then I'll return to your calls for those people who want to jump on the line. Okay, footy used to have pre-game entertainment. It was called the Reserves, Bulldog Ray. Yeah, Bulldog Ray, you're spot on. We loved that pre-game entertainment of the Reserves. There wasn't a better pre-game entertainment, and there's still not a better pre-game entertainment that you could offer at an AFL game than putting on the Reserves game. And hopefully that does happen. More often, even though it's happening a bit uh, at some venues, including the Cattery, and it does happen in the West a bit. Uh, Dwayne, I agree with the removal of the warning of the 666. Teams are now manipulating this to get a throw-up. And Ada Lesser-Ruckman in a critical time of the game. Cheers, Alan. Yeah, I'm just saying, if you're going to put in this panel of people to replace Steve Hocking... I mean, Steve Hocking went in there and did some stuff to make the game better. So all these people, they're very cluey footy people, these people. So, I mean, don't just sit at a round table, eat a scone, have a cup of tea and say, ah, oh, well, see how things go. I mean, surely they've got opinions as to what should change. And there's a couple of easy ones, like the 6-6 six, six and 6 warning, I reckon, that could change tomorrow. Uh, LeBron James, biggest draw card in world sport. Thanks for that. Keep your text coming through on who is the biggest, well, bums on seats person in world sport right now, if you want to name it like that. Uh, one here, Dwayne, for me, the biggest in more ways than one draw card in world sport right now is Tyson Fury. Brett from Brand Newell, and you're probably right. When it comes to paying money to go and see um, Conor McGregor or Tyson Fury, one of the best fighters in the world here in Australia, you would probably be paying around the seven $800 mark to go and see them for a ticket. So, yeah, it's a big number to go, to go and pay 300 bucks to go and see Novak Djokovic. I get that. It's a big number. But it's supply and demand, and it's comparable to some of the big stars of the world to go and see them. Hey, Dwayne, definitely Cristiano Ronaldo. Thanks for that. Um, hey, Dwayne, who are the dimwits who produced the BBL? Uh, the ground music, announcer, drown out the commentators. Worst presented sport for TV I've watched in my life, and I'm 59. Get rid of the ground microphones for TV, and you can hear the commentators talk about themselves. <laughs> Thanks for that, John. Not sure if you watched the Channel 7 coverage or the Fox cricket coverage last night. There's at least both to watch. And that's another debate for another time or for now, if you like. I mean, what? how do you make that choice between Seven and Fox when it comes to the cricket? If you've got both, do you default to watch Fox? I mean, Fox wouldn't mind having an opportunity to do what happens in the cricket, and that is have a Thursday night AFL call on Fox that is, well, just put Hutto and Howie together, if you like, and get them to call the game on a Friday night head-to-head with, Brian Taylor and JB. It would be cool. I'd like it, um, but we don't get that opportunity in the AFL. How do you make a choice? I obviously default to Fox. I work for Fox, and I default to Fox's coverage. It doesn't have ad breaks, but 
If you've got the choice, do you watch seven purely because you like Ricky Ponting, for example? Um, one three hundred seven three six seven three six. Thanks for that text. I appreciate it. Uh, you didn't like the coverage. The ground microphone's too loud. I'm not sure whether you were talking about seven or Fox's coverage there. Uh, Gold Coast Stadium is too far from Brisbane to go to, and that is one of the reasons the crowd was low last night. It was a Brisbane heat, but they weren't allowed to play at the Gabba because the test is on, so they had to play on the Gold Coast. Uh, the tennis is of such a high quality, young, exciting players, all different styles and personalities. It's a nice change not to see the same old, and personally, I find Novak boring to watch, so not surprised he's been pushed out of the prime time. Kim in Hepburn, yeah, he's not on prime time tonight. He's actually lining up in about two hours from now. Brett Phillips to give us the latest there. Uh, tonight, prime time, they've got Yannick Sinner and Andre Rublev. Uh, one here as well. I had a few texts come through. One here, Dwayne. Um, been meaning to text in after meeting you at the Piano Bar Ballarat over the Christmas period where your son does a terrific job on the keys. Uh, as expected, you're, thanks for your kindness. I won't read the whole thing out. Jagger from Ballarat. Um, thanks, Jagger. I did promise you, if you send through a text, I'll give us a call. I'll give you Dwayne's or a T-shirt. Jagger, send through your details on the text or give us a call, one three hundred seven three six seven three six, and I'll get our producer to send you Dwayne's or a T-shirt. I appreciate your text. And thanks for coming up and saying hello. Always say it, but if you see me at a piano bar or anywhere around, come up, say hello. Um, have a chat. That's what it's all about. Love meeting the people that listen to this show. You at Wayne's World, back with more of your calls after the break. Cigarette.